Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Generation Football Podcast. This is episode five, and as always, joined by my good friend Dan. Hello, listeners. <laughs> Hi. He's back again. I'm back. We've, we've, we've invited him back again to our podcast. Um, I know. Didn't think he'd last as long. It's always if I'm just a co-host, not a guest. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, um, how, how, how's your week been? Good, sir. Uh, it's been all right. Mixed for a football point, but apart from that, yeah, it's been all right, mate. Yeah, right. I, can't, I can't really say the same for my football week. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't, I don't want to. Apart from one game, which maybe improved, but you know, whatever. We won't go there too too quickly. Uh, so uh-huh. we'll start. We'll start with the first segment of this podcast, which is called "Scores and the Doors," <clears throat> in which we discuss the uh, Premier League results from the previous week. Uh, so the first game. First two games, in fact, were from the previous game week. But obviously, we couldn't cover them in the last podcast because we recorded on Tuesdays and they were on a Wednesday. Uh, Burnley drew one-one with Fulham, and Everton got battered by Man City three goals to one. So, not not much uh, to say about that. What, sorry, you got so. Riyad Mahrez, what a goal! Oh, we, yeah, yeah, class player. It's great. It's an amazing goal. Top, well on Riyad Mahrez. Top player. Top. Top player. Like when that bloke plays, he 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 always performs. For Man yeah, City. he's starting to look more and more like the player that they bought him to be. Mm. I think this is very I think true. It's very true. Uh, then the first game of the next game week, which is game week uh, twenty-five, was yep. Wolves against Leeds. Like, okay, so quick, Wolves from one nil. Quickly to talk about the goal because it was a bit bit bizarre. Uh, so basically, Adama Traore has a shot, right-footed shot on the edge of the box. He hits the bar. It bounces off the bar, hits the back of the keep, the Leeds keeper, and goes in off the keeper's back, and counts an own goal. That is a pretty unlucky way to lose a game, I have to say. Yeah, but if anyone was going to lose lose a game to, to Wolves, I'd want it to be Leeds. Yeah, true, true. And I so... much, I much <laughs> despise both those teams. So, I, I, yeah, yeah. The least damage possible, basically. Uh, then we had something against Chelsea, mate. Yeah, um, I'll I'll just take the lead here. Yes, go uh, ahead. First of all. First 10 minutes of the game, uh, we looked like we could have scored about five or six goals. Mm-hmm. And then we sort of slowly, slowly went out of the game. Uh, Southampton had one chance on one goal. Got to say, really well taken by Takashi. Takumi Minamino. That goal was really impressive because it was a really good through ball into him. He dummied and sent the keeper and the defender the wrong way and then slotted it past them. Excellent goal. It was Really, really good goal. Um, but yeah, in the first ten minutes, we looked like you know we actually might do something and score. But no, uh, took a penalty for us to equalise. But the thing that I want to talk about is yeah. uh, Hudson and Doy. Oh yeah, and off. <laughs> that was bizarre. It um, really was. Uh, first of all, I back Tuchel to do that, and I'll tell you why I back Tuchel to do that. Go on. It's a statement of intent. If you want, he's obviously been told to go on that pitch and do something, and if he's not done that. Get him off because he's got. A, uh, personally, a, a lot of Chelsea fans probably disagree, but <laughs> I think he's not got the best attitude in the world. To be honest, no, I think um, I, you, you can definitely tell that. that he's, uh, yeah, he's he's frustrating, but and then also you see people sort of. So I'm going to mention a uh, thug. Then <laughs> mentioned that um, Tammy Abraham got to, got brought off for for tactical reasons, but Tammy Abraham actually got brought off because a he was injured in the Newcastle game. And B, he came off in an ice pack round his ankle. So <laughs> work that one out. Tactical reasons, I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, we got a penalty and we equalised, and that was pretty much it. Reece James maybe should have won the game for us. Mm. 
So yeah. we're still on beating under Tuchel, so I can't mm. play. No, exactly. What what I saw from that game was that the, the penalty was really stupid from Danny Ings to make that challenge. That's a really stupid challenge. He doesn't need to make it. And yeah, he just he gets, puts Chelsea back in the game. And second on the Hudson Odoi thing, I listened to Thomas Tuchel's post-match interview about that, and I, I agree with you. I think it was the right decision because clearly, if you don't have the right attitude on the pitch, the manager has every right to withdraw you, even though you're a half-time sub. If you're not having the impact the manager wants, you you, yeah. you you can go, you can go home. Listen, yeah, you're not <laughs> producing the goods. You're not. You're not. You're not, you're not if you're not if, if you're not backing the rest of the team with your attitude. No, it's not good enough, is it? Really? So you have to. Go off. It, I, I just, it's a bit unfair because Mason Mount is the only one that tries every week, pretty much consistently. Well, that's been, hasn't that been the same thing for the last two two years, pretty much? Well, last year at least, last this whole season, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Just, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Moving, moving on. on. Moving on uh, to nil nil uh, between yeah, Burnley really. and West Brom. <laughs> cool. Move on. Uh, then there was the Merseyside derby. Um, yeah, I'm obviously disappointed. Other derbies. No, no. Um, <clears throat> obviously, I was disappointed with the result. Uh, the first goal, it's a good pass to Richarlison from Hammers. Kabak, really Kabak, Kabak gets the wrong side, and then he's done done for there, really. And swaps past Allison. It's a good goal. Fair play. Good goal. Uh, after that, I don't think Everton did an awful lot, if I'm honest with you. I don't no, think... Just a couple of good saves from Pickford, really, weren't they? Yeah, there? there was one from Henderson, which was a good strike. And then oh, yeah, yeah, great. That's ex- really good save. Expertly put around the post by Pickford. That was a good good save uh, but I think Liverpool definitely dominate the chances after that and there, was, there were opportunities Mane had a couple Salah had ha, Salah, uh, Salah had one that was saved by Pickford and he managed to gobble up the rebound to stop Shakiri from slotting it past him <clears throat> so yeah Pickford had a good game <clears throat> Michael Keane was excellent made an excellent tackle on him was it Mane to dispossess him to stop him scoring so uh, Seamus Coleman <laughs> as well was super <laughs> I thought I actually thought Sherry, I, I don't think I'd ever say those words but Seamus Coleman was actually really good I thought this is a shame that Everton's midfield is awful and doesn't do anything <laughs> yeah well um, if they had Alan, it would be a bit better yeah well he wasn't but... fit but if it was on the bench he just wasn't fit to start but Liverpool Liverpool could have easily drawn that game won, potentially even won that game before the before the penalty incident in the 80-odd minute. Uh, yeah. I've already made my opinion clear to Dan on that. Don't the the controversial... Uh, controversial uh, yeah. I don't think it's, I, it's I a penalty. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a penalty. I'll tell you why. tell you why. Uh, if you watch the replay, I've watched it many, many times now to try and confirm that my opinion is correct. What I, How I see it is Calvert-Lewin has the shot, saved by Allison. That's all fine. Calvert-Lewin starts to lose his balance after the shot. And Trent's already fallen over, trying to stop previous shot. And then Calvert-Lewin trips over Trent. But problem is, Calvert-Lewin's already falling over. And Trent can't get out of the way. So there's no way you can give that penalty. It's incredibly unfair on the defender who can't move out of the way that quickly from a player falling over him. I don't, I, I'm not sure it's entirely about... I, it's, it's not about the intent there. I, think, I, I do genuinely think, though, as well, obviously yeah, he is falling over... But you have to sort of, I think, take into the account that Alisson has palmed that out. And I know you said that you don't think he's going to score, but literally, it's an open goal and he's going to put that away. I don't think... You know, anyway. I don't, th- I don't think it's guaranteed he's going to score that. I don't think I he's think, guaranteed to score that. It's a tight, ang- Trent, it's a tight angle. If, if Trent is not there and that gets palmed out to him, he's going to score that. But, Trent, it's, but, it's but, but that doesn't matter. Trent's there. It doesn't matter. If Trent was standing True. up, it would have blocked it. But the, the, point, the point is, I don't think that's a penalty. I think it's incredibly harsh to give that. Um, we we'll go back to what we said about VAR. 
the referee is a joke. He barely looks at it. He's just, no, I, I, he, I, I actually, I disagree with that because if you look at it, he watches the entire thing and then goes back over. No, he doesn't. He, also, he each takes one glance get, at it. <laughs> no, no, no. He's there for at least like 10 seconds looking at the whole incident. That's not and enough. He gave, he gave it as a penalty anyway, so that, he knows. He's the referee. That's, he not en- that's not enough. He should be looking at it thoroughly. He, he, he should he gave he, it anyway. <laughs> he should look at it two or three times from different angles. This is the issue with VR. That it, he just, he, it's a very lackadaisical attitude from the referee. He doesn't want to have his decision proved wrong. Like we said about last, when we said about our VR yeah, one. True, 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 he, true. he doesn't want his decision proved wrong. So obviously he's not going to look at it for ages and check it properly which he should do I mean obviously obviously I'm disappointed about the game but yeah. we had chances to, to level up very easily and we don't, we don't have to worry about the refereeing decision because we should have equalised before then so really we shouldn't worry about it and I mean we had enough BS in the reverse fixture so we can't be having any more of it um, I think that's enough to be said yeah, <laughs> that game. Uh, right, what was the next one? It was Sheffield United. One one. Oh, one 0 Sorry, one 0 One 0 to Fulham. Bye bye, Sheffield United. R- yeah. Bye, Chris Wilder. Fuck off. Um, cool. <laughs> and, uh, cool. Uh, oh, team... oh, oh, big result. <laughs> oh yeah, I want to talk about that Ariola challenge. Yes, that was it. Uh, Chris Wilder was absolutely fuming after the game in this post-match interview that penalty wasn't given against Alphonse Ariola on his... challenge on his player. Uh, one thing to say, I've watched it back. After listening to the interview from Chris Wilder, it's not it's not a foul. Ariola gets the ball, and wins it. They collide, yes, but Ariola wins the ball as far as I'm concerned, and it's not a penalty. End of. Fulham have put Sheffield United down into the championship again. I think that, that from the Fulham perspective, that's a really good win as well because that really helps them in their survival chances as well. Aren't they? Yeah. Are they third from bottom? Uh, I can get the table up. Yes, Hold please. On. Yeah. Uh, they are. They're, yeah, they're 18th. Uh, they are on the same points as... Uh, oh, hold on. They're not. No, they're three points behind Newcastle. <coughs> and four points behind uh, Bryson. Okay. So, they're, they're so not, that helps us a lot of chances for sure. Uh, yeah. Speaking of... Well, go from one end of the table to the other. We're going to the top of the table now. We're going to West Ham against Spurs. Big win for yep. West Ham. Huge win. Uh, I got that prediction perfect, just to say. So I'm enjoying that one. Um, no, but in all seriousness, West Ham played really well in that game. West Ham outplayed Spurs. Have Lingardinho for England. Lingardinho. Lingardinho for it, England. Did you see his goal got Rishi ruled out for offside? Yeah, it was never offside. It was never offside in a million years. Yeah. Know, they just ruined his, 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 his iron celebration. They, they need to do oh, another celebration was great. They need, to, <laughs> they need to do another one with uh, Declan Rice, didn't they? They did a second one after it was confirmed. But to be fair, West Ham played really well in that game. Um, the what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, Gareth Bale looked pretty good as well. I have to say, when he came a on, change. for once, Gareth, that effort he had from the edge of the box where it hit the bar was an incredible shot. Yeah, and West Ham got away with that. West Ham probably got a bit lucky not to not to concede an equaliser there, but they de- they defended resolutely. You have to give them to that. And I think David yeah. David Moyes has done an incredible job. Everyone was calling for David Moyes' head last season. <laughs> imagine imagine they sacked him. Where would they be now? They'd yeah. probably probably be in the relegation zone. Oh, that would have been ideal. They should have done that. <laughs> no, but all, all seriousness, fair play to the man. He's done well for, the, for West Ham. Done yeah. very well. Uh, Moving on to Leicester against Aston Villa. Standard. Bang on score for me. Pretty that. Well, well, well so, done, mate. Well done, mate. I watched the highlights of the match today. Leicester played really well. Leicester played really well in that yeah. game. Madison's, um, Madison's first goal was really good. 
and Harvey Barnes. Harvey Barnes. A good, yeah. good. Uh, what's the word I want? Here, instead of following up for the rebound, he did really well there. Yeah. Um, and but I have to say, Bertrand Traore's goal was also quite a good finish as well. Under Schmeichel. Yeah. Got on, you going to say uh, something? Harvey Barnes for England, yes or no? I mean, he's edging towards yes. He's quite a good player. On current form, yes. Uh, Young Harvey Barnes. The, the Euros are this summer, so yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. If it, if 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 the, he would never he would never have made it last year. No. But this year, definitely, for sure, playing really well. Uh, yeah. Arsenal gets Man City. Like you said to me at the start of that game, when Man City scored in the second minute, that they were going to have be like seven nil. Surprisingly, it, it didn't. Surprisingly, <laughs> it didn't end up with seven nil. It was only one nil. After Arsenal, Arsenal sort of came back into it a bit after mm. City scores. They weren't that bad, they Arsenal. No, didn't do anything really. Mm. Typical oh. Arsenal. Yeah, pretty much. Um, how how Robert Holding gets beaten in the air by Raheem Sterling is embarrassing. I know Raheem Sterling is like the smallest player on the pitch. He should retire so after that. That's embarrassing. Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> he's tiny. He's like how tall is he? Like five six, five seven. Yeah. And some six foot plus guy gets beaten in the air by him. That's, that's poor, poor, poor form. Poor form from the bloke. But yeah, uh, not great. Not great from from the old from old Arsenal again. Lose another game. Nope. Mid-table mediocrity for them. Uh, last game of the day was Manchester United against Newcastle United. I mean, yeah, I Man United just for winning. Yeah, a game at last. One again. Um, Harry Maguire though is just an embarrassment. <laughs> He's just so. Why did he do that I, game? I, I think he might have tried to die for a penalty or something like that. Oh, really? Or was that the West Brom ball? I don't know, but he's starting to get a rep now for being like a bit of a diver. Just <laughs> stop Mate, it. Yeah. You're ruining football, Harry Maguire. He's a, he's, <laughs> a bit, he's a bit of a prick, we know that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, they, they won the game. Cool. Don't really care, to be honest with you. Didn't, didn't really expect Newcastle to win that game at all. Uh, Alright, that's another perfect score from me. Well done, mate. I missed that by one goal. <laughs> I missed that by one goal, and I'm annoyed. Um, then the final game, which I also missed out by one goal on, thanks, Christian Benteke, uh, was <laughs> Brighton against Crystal Palace. Um, I mean, it's apparently a derby. I don't, I don't really see the A twenty three derby, Toby. Oh, spicy! Apparently, Mateta scored a good goal. Yeah, uh, a, 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 a back heel. Apparently, it's a, back, a good back heel. I have to quick look that up. But yeah, apparently, it was a good goal. From what I hear. Um, yeah, uh, Palace. Doing bits <laughs> once again. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, Brighton. Pretty Bright- much, oh, yeah. Up and down. It's from not. Brighton, it's not a derby, though. If, if you listen to this and you're a Crystal Palace fan, Brighton fan, that's not a derby. It's. I'm sorry, right? it's not. It's not a derby. That's like saying. That's like saying Wickham versus. Oh, oh mate, that is a spicy goal. All right. Like, yeah, that, it, mate, he he gets the ball from the right hand side and he literally like spins and back heels. That is a beautiful goal. What a finish! Oh, what a finish from Jean Philippe, Jean Philippe Mateta. <laughs> what a man! Yeah, it's 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 not a derby. If you're a Brighton or Crystal Palace fan, what? message us, message us, review, leave us a review, and be like, oh, this is a oh, derby. mate, mate, mate. I have to say, I watched the Benteke goal as well. What a finish! Right foot volley. It's a cross from the Palace left hand side. Goes to the right side of the the, the six yard box, and Benteke just fires it across into the bottom corner. What a finish that is! To win the game as well. Yeah. In, like, in Not, 90 plus 5. That was a good um, Brighton had 25 attempts on goal and 75% possession. Oof. So. Oof. So, Oof. 
Oh dear. That's like some BS FIFA game that you don't win. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, Chris Pass had two shots on target, two goals. <laughs> exactly. So... <laughs> What's really funny is that the um, the Brighton defender Joel Veltman said it felt like a robbery. I mean, you can't disagree. A little bit. No. A little, little bit of a smash and grab, but you know. Oh, fair, poor, fair... poor Joel Veltman. <laughs> to be fair to Crystal Palace, they took their chances and Brighton didn't, so that's cost them, really. Indeed. Uh, should, we, uh, should, I, should I review the uh, points on the tally um, this week? Yeah, yeah, momentarily. I think. I think. Should we talk about the the UCL first? Yes. So let's go through our up in the UCL. So the way this works, we we basically gave each other two a game from each evening, uh, and the one that Dan was assigned was the uh, Barcelona against PSG. How how did that uh, how did that, how did that look for you, Dan? I said the Barcelona were going to win 2-0. I mean, I, um, I also said Barcelona were going to win 3-2, but that didn't happen either. I mean, I, I was wrong. I was very wrong. 4-1 win. Um, Away from home. 4-1 yeah. Big. Mental potch. Got to play well. Got to play well. Yeah, doesn't it? But no, it, it, in all seriousness, if Mbappe doesn't win a Ballon d'Or, then it's, it, it's rigged. It's rigged. Because that bloke, he was incredible against Barcelona. He was so good. It's... It's got a hatchet. To get a hatchet in new camp is not something many people do. No. I know there's no fans in there, and I know it look like maybe it's easier, but to get a hatchet in the new camp against the Barcelona team, that maybe this is sort of like the end of this period of Barcelona, and then they're going to start rebuilding at some point. I mean, they're going to have but to because Messi is. They're about to lose Messi, PK, and Busquets, probably. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, they're going to have to start rebuilding the core of the team because that's all gone from like when they had Puyol and Iniesta Jabi. It's all sort of disappearing a bit. Mm, that's but, true. Um, Mbappe, I mean, <laughs> you saw his third goal. Incredible. Goal incredible. It was amazing. <laughs> so, there was, so basically it starts from the peer, edge of the PSG box, I think. Uh, it was a yeah. cap, the Blotland good passing move, counter-attack. Makes his way to Mbappe on the left hand side of the box, who then fires it into the top top right hand corner. To Stegen has no chance. And Tostegan was yeah. really good in that game. He made some really good saves. He was yeah. never saving that. That was incredible. I mean, to get your hatchet like that is stunning. I mean Yeah. Like you said about the not being any fans, that definitely helped PSG. Because the Barcelona yeah. having a hundred thousand Barcelona fans in there is not an atmosphere you want to deal with. That's that's yeah, a pretty- Winning a Barcelona in a knockout round is not for everyone. No, <laughs> let's be honest. No, uh, yeah, winning at the new camp is not for everyone either. Um, no, yeah, but PSG are incredible. I mean, Barcelona have gone one up from that messy penalty, but mm. which I which I have to say was a bit questionable. That De Jong looked like dive for that. I have to say, what did, did you do? You what did, what did you think of it? At the time, I think I thought it was penalty. Sorry. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it was a penalty, but you know it, it can go over. from the referee's view. You can see why he's given it because yeah. he can't see that Dion what Dion's doing in front of the defender. He can only see Dion's gone down with it for the defender in front of him. So he can't. The referee can't yeah. really give to go go against that particularly from what he can see from his angle. But yeah, good. No. Well, well played, PSG. They look certain to go through now, unless Barcelona have some absolute miracle like they did a few years ago, which I will talk about later in our feature on UCL comebacks. Um, but yeah, uh, good game. Well done, PSG. Uh, next, there was Leipzig against Liverpool, which I was watching. Obviously, as a Liverpool fan uh, here. Uh, Liverpool won two 0 Liverpool played really well, really well in that game. Good to see because it has been a bit of a mixed season of performances. Some very good ones. You might, 
Do you reckon you just go for the Champions League? This think, might just be what you go for. I think you just put throw all your eggs in the Champions League basket and try and win it. I think we've got to. We've got to. It's our best chance of getting, getting, top, getting in the Champions League next season. Put, yeah, potent, do, you actually, do you actually reckon you're not going to finish top four? We could, oh, it's really tough to say at the minute. We can actually prevent West Ham getting getting Champions League. If, if we win it. I mean, we don't get Champions League as well. <laughs> the banter. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be so funny. Uh, but yeah, Leipzig had an early header which hit the post which was a bit, bit of an early scare uh, but Jane Funny that was a, bit, was a bit of a dead first half to be honest with you nothing really happened uh, then the second half Liverpool were on it straight on it with putting Leipzig to the sword there was the first goal came from it was a misplaced almost a back pass the, I, think, I think one of the midfielders tried to play back to the left back and it went straight past behind the left back and Salah latched onto it and slotted it past Gulashi good goal have to take advantage of those mistakes from Leipzig. And the second one, again, was another mistake from Leipzig. Uh, it was Sadio Mane scoring past Gulashi again from a missed open Meccano chip clearance. I have to say, it was a tough clearance. He would have had to overhead kick that clearance to get rid of it properly. But he, yeah. he, he falls over, he misses the chance, and Mane's one-on-one with Gulashi. And he's not going to miss that, is he? Uh, other than that, very solid game. Huang Yi Chan almost got one back at the end, but put it past the post. That was a bit, almost a chance for Leipzig to get one back. Would not have been ideal, but two away goals going to an Anfield leg. I'm pretty happy with that. Take that. Fair enough. Uh, the next game was Porto against Juventus, which I think surprised us in terms of the scoreline, because neither has predicted that Porto would win that game. I don't think anyone would have predicted that Porto would win that game. <laughs> I mean, they are at home, but, you know, Bucks at home advantage doesn't really have much of an impact at the minute with no fans. No. So... I mean, fair play to Porto. Again, they took advantage of mistakes. The first one, Juventus really shot themselves in the foot in the second minute. It was an awful defensive error. Chesney and the, defend- and the centre-back were playing around the back like morons. They passed it straight into the Porto striker who slid in and passed Chesney. So that was a pretty awful start for the Juventus. And Juventus looked pretty awful, if I'm honest with you, from what I can see in the highlights. Oh, I forgot to watch the game. But anyway, never mind. We'll ignore that. Um... <laughs> But yeah, Rabio had a good overhead kick, which was saved by Marquezin. Good effort. But then Juventus shot us in the foot again in the first minute of the second half. And Moussa Morego slotted past Chesney in the first minute of the second half. So that's a really great start to the half again for Juventus. Porto almost scored an incredible overhead kick as well. But Chesney managed to parry it over the top of the bar. Juventus got one back. Handy away goal, that is. Uh, good finish yeah. by Federico Chiesa, who finished... From the right side of the box, past uh, Marquezin. The key, the, 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 the well, not really controversial, but the a big moment at the end where Ronaldo complains about not getting a penalty. But it's never. I've watched it. It's never a penalty. Never. Yeah, it's, it, yeah we both watched it. It's not. It's never a penalty. This is not a penalty. <laughs> Ronaldo clearly trips over the ball and then falls into the Porto player and then tries to claim a penalty from that in the I think it was the, the third or fourth minute of added time, pretty much practically the last kick of the game, and. Uh-huh. The referee says no, and they don't rec- the VAR says no as well. So, you know, unlucky Ronaldo. What is it with these Portuguese players diving penalties? I know, right? Familiar. Oh, no. oh, sorry, I didn't say anything. Fam- familiar oh, story. Should we want to see a game? <laughs> yes, I think we should, mate. You, you, were meant to, you, you were assigned this game. I was meant to watch it again. Didn't watch it. Watch the highlights. <laughs> That's good uh, enough. So, yeah, uh, just again, um, Erling Haaland. Top player. I'm just going to shout out for the start of this. What but, a player? Tuso 
Suso, former Liverpool player, actually opened the scoring with a bit of a deflected shot past yep. Marvin. It hits. Yep. It was all right attempt. Probably wasn't going in without the deflection. But, um, no, I, th- it I think hits were saved otherwise, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then, sort of, yeah, just Erling Haaland scored quite a nice couple of goals. And Dahoud, Mohamed Dahoud. Mm hmm. Great goal as well. Yeah, but, yeah. Just, 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 just quickly on Erling Haaland. Yeah, go on. If he goes in the summer to anywhere, whoever signs him in the summer has bought a fantastic football player because he is superb. I mean, <laughs> he's just he's, a beast. I mean, he's not particularly fast, but he has so much power and he has incredible finishing. Yeah. Like, he, he finished some really he's good chances. Finisher, oh, he, I know he is, he is. But the, I have to say, the Dahoud goal was excellent. Out of the box, right foot, curling past the severe keeper. I can't remember his name is mm. offhand. But excellent goal, because he... Is it Vashlik? That might be Vashlik. Uh, oh, but, but yeah, uh, Dahoud builds that really next big German player. And unfortunately, he hasn't really lived up to the hype when he signed for Dortmund a couple of years ago. Mm. So it's good to see him doing something. Uh, he uh, he played quite well in the, the game at Schalke at the weekend as well, I thought. Cause I was, have you seen Holland's goal from the weekend? I think I did. It's it was Schalke. good. Good, another good finish, that one. Great overhead kick. Yeah, <laughs> that, oh, kick yeah scissor kick, yeah, scissor great. kick, scissor kick. It was a class goal, that was. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then Hits made some good saves in that game as well. Uh, yeah. There was also, well, Luke Dion got one back for Sevilla to make it 3 2. And then there was a bit of a, another penalty complaint in the end. Uh, for Sevilla, a bit of a shove, but I don't think that would have been given because um, there was a foul on the Dawn player earlier in the the, the set the phase. So I don't think he could have given that really. Yeah. But yeah, that was our Champions League roundup. Let's quickly mention the Europa League. I know some people on this podcast love the Europa League because they're they're fans of uh, crap teams, crap, crap mid table teams. Uh, but yeah, uh, Wolfsburg. Uh, what, what, sorry, what is the Euro- what is the Europa League? I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, I have no idea, mate. No idea. Don't want to think. Don't, don't want to don't, don't want to think about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Spurs beat Wolfsburg at AC four one. Man United beats Russell Sudad four nil. Slavia Prague drew nil nil with Leicester. Benfica drew one one with Arsenal. And probably a bit of a crazy game between Rangers and Antwerp, which Rangers won in the last minute, four goals to three. What a game! I heard it was a really good game that one. Yeah. Pretty mental. Well done, Rangers. Uh, well done, Stevie G. Good, good thing. Rangers, who are seven points off the title. Yeah, seven points yeah. title and two two game two wins off an informed to road to the final to Vernier. Not road to the final. Sorry, uh, headliners to Vernier. Oh, please. That's all we. That's all we want. That's all we want. Win it. <laughs> Come on. Lol. Anyway, um, so that was our little review of the last week's games. Um, how are we doing predictions this week, Dan? We'll get, we'll get, we've got there now. How do we do? You don't want to do the Champions League predictions really quickly. Uh, like, no, we'll do, we'll, do, we'll, 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 we'll do it with a preview. We'll just do predictions quickly. We'll, do, we'll right. talk about it in a second. So, last week, so game week 24, seven points for you, Toby. Yep. And eight points for me. Ooh. With a perfect score for the Man City game against Everton. Yep. Now, game week 25, we are seeing a bit of a shift. A shift in the power of where his predictions are going. I got three correct predictions this week. Exactly correct. Yep. You got one? Was that? Yep. I got one. Yep. Uh, Yeah, West Ham Spurs. Yep. You got seven points this week. Yep. And I got 12 points this week. So we are now tied on 39 points. Ooh. Ooh. 
It's yeah. exciting. It is. Exciting. It is. We want to see it. We don't want a runaway leader. We want, we want a close contest mate, for us the season. Oh, exactly. exactly. As long as I win, I don't really mind. Um, well, as long as I win. <laughs> <laughs> don't care whether you, whether you win or not. I want to win. Um, yeah, it's close, mate. It's good. I like this. Um, yeah. Yeah, so do you want to talk about the Premier predictions of the upcoming week? So, what? what? Yeah, so it's a, it's a double game week for FPL players. You are yes. out of Unless you're an Aston Villa player, which case you're now banned. Um, you're now banned from playing it because you've been leaking. What you've just been leaking, your, your players getting injured pretty I, much. I, 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 admittedly, unintentionally, but it's giving away hints. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's, so it's two game weeks. We've got to do game week 26 and game week 27. Oh, is that? I think it was. Yeah. Uh, we, no, double game week, like, So there are two game weeks within one week, pretty much. Oh, so game 27 starts with the Monday game, right? Or the Tuesday game, sorry. Uh, on the Tuesday game. Okay, I'll go right then. Sorry, I've got, I've got it written down wrong. Right, so uh, start, start of game of 26. Manchester City against West Ham. I've gone for 2 1 to City. I've also gone for 2 1 to City. I think West Ham will put up a good fight, but City will win. Uh, mm-hmm. West Brom against Brighton. What have you got? 1 0 to Brighton. Yeah, fair play. I've gone 2 1 to Brighton. Fair. Uh, Leeds against Aston Villa. Gone for a 2 1 win to Villa. Oh, see, I've gone for a 2 1 win to Leeds. <laughs> I just think that Leeds, this is one of those ones where, like, because they're so inconsistent that they could just win that game. <laughs> yeah, fair. Uh, Newcastle against Wolves. What have you gone uh, for? 1 1. 1-1. I've gone for 2-1 to Newcastle. I think Newcastle will pull us back the back. Some of their star players will turn up. Some Maximan, Cam Wilson, so on. Uh, then on Sunday, Crystal Palace against Fulham. I've gone for 2-0 to Palace. Same here. Same yep, no, nice. Uh, Leicester against Arsenal. Uh, 2-1 to Leicester. I've gone for 3-1 to Leicester. Um, Spurs against Burnley. Spurs against Burnley. I've, got, I've not got that one down. If you're not, I've oh got, my god! <laughs> oh my, I've got, I've got just, just in the meantime, I've gone for two-one to Spurs. Uh, hold on, I'm going for three-one to Spurs. Okay, okay, cool, lovely. Yeah. Chelsea gets Man United. I've gone for two-one to Man Chelsea. Two-one to Chelsea. Two-one to Man Chelsea. I love a bit of Man Chelsea, mate. Yeah. I've gone for two-two. Uh, Sheffield United against Liverpool. I've gone for three-one to Liverpool. I've also gone for three-one. Hopefully, put some goals past them. I'd quite enjoy that. Uh, on to the Monday. You, the... Wait, you, you quite enjoy putting goals past bottom of the league, mate? Because when you when you, when you, when you, when you put sword sword uh, into Chris Wilder even more, please. Um, oh, oh right. <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoy the banter. Um, uh, then Everton at Southampton on the Monday. I think this could be a really good game. Yeah. I've gone for 2-2. Two, two. I think it's going to be exciting. Gone for 2-1 to Everton. Ooh, well, interesting. My okay. boy Richarlison, hopefully, coming up trumps again. He's in both oh, my fantasy yeah, teams, both the fantasy draft fantasy. and my regular one. So, he should hopefully give me some points, because I need some so points. That's 26. Mm-hmm, yep. Should we just quickly do 27? Yeah, might, might as well, mate. I think get through it quickly. Yep. Um, uh, so, Man City versus Wolves. 3-1 City. 4-1 City. Ooh, ooh. Hefty defeat for Wolves in inbound, regardless. Uh, well, until Wednesday, Burnley against Leicester. What have we gone for? Two Leicester. One for three one. Leicester. I'll, I'll, for two Leicester, three three one wins then. Uh, <laughs> then we got Sheffield United against Villa. Uh, three one Aston Villa. I've gone for two one to Villa. Crystal Palace against Man United. 
2-1 Man United. I've gone but, for... Uh, yeah. Palace to score first. I've gone for a bit of a high-scoring game. I've gone 3-2 to United. Fair enough. Just Fair feel, enough. just feel like Palace are going to show up. Hopefully a new striker scores against them. Matet scores yeah. again. That was yeah. an excellent goal he scored this week. Uh, on to the Thursday. It's Fulham against Spurs. What have you gone for? 2-0 Spurs. 2-0 Spurs. I've gone for 2-1 to Spurs. Right. Uh, West Brom against Everton. 3-1 Everton. Yeah, same here. Uh, Liverpool gets Chelsea. I've gone... This is the big one. There are two teams facing off. I've gone for a 2-1 win to Liverpool. I've uh, got a 2-2 draw. Yeah. I oh. just don't think... I can't really see us... I, 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 I can't see us winning, but I can see us losing, but I'd prefer us to draw. Yeah, I, can, <laughs> I think a draw is possible. I think a draw could happen yeah. easily. I, th- I think we'll win it, though. Uh, those are our Premier League predictions. Uh, now I'm going to quick, quick chat about the next UCL games because I know you're desperate, desperate to talk about it because I know you, <laughs> Chelsea are playing this week, so you're ve- or tonight I should say really. So very excited, yeah. very excited in that front. So let's get on to it. Um, should, should we talk about that game first? So I'll, I'll, I'll let you lead because you're the Chelsea fan here. Yeah. So Atletico Madrid versus Chelsea. It's it, 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 it's a classic. It, it's uh, <laughs> people don't know this. We've actually played them quite a few times over the last few years. Mm-hmm, yeah. We played them in the semi-final when Mourinho was manager and we lost. We played them in the group stages and we basically knocked them down to the Europa League in that. Lol. Um, and yeah, it, but it, in the group stages a couple of years ago, we had this game, so we we, we won 2-1. I don't know if you remember the Michi Batshuayi last-minute goal. That, that was honestly one of the best games of football was watch ever we were superb against Atletico right um, but yeah that's pretty much <clears throat> it and I reckon well hopefully we can pull something off that'd be pretty nice but yeah. I don't know they're pretty good I think, so. it's, I think it's going to be a tough game for you going away to Atletico because they're a good team but mm. they do play seriously shit house football I, 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 yeah. I can't stand their side of football I absolutely hate it it's horrible Simeone plays oh, Simeone plays the worst kind of football like diving and cheating and uh, just real absolute scumbag cheating oh, Simi- and Simeone does diving and cheating shock and you've got Mo Salah <laughs> diving and cheating do you not hear Carragher say that like it was just a bit desperate for you lot by the end of the I mean I don't blame us being, I don't blame us being desperate honestly mate we're just desperate for anything a lot of teams would do that let's be honest at the end of the game trying to look for anything mate Ronaldo tried it <laughs> Sevilla tried it. Anyone will try that. Um, but yeah, I think I think Atletico will edge this game. But I think it'll be a good game. I need to hope so. for that one. I've gone for two one Atletico. I've gone the reverse of that and two one Chelsea. <laughs> so if you pull that off, I just, that'd be an excellent result. Giroud, I think it's going to start. So big, big Olivier, mate. It's going it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's to be the, the battle of the strikers here. Suarez and Giroud. Yeah, one's a World Cup winner and one is it's, not. It's one, is, one is not. <laughs> one's won La Liga a few times. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then the next game, I think, I think we know it's going to be a formality here. Much, Borussia Mönch and Gladbach against Manchester City. We well, say that though, but Gladbach beat, didn't they beat Real Madrid in the group stages? I think they did, but Real Madrid are awful now. Yeah. Comparatively to what they've been. Uh, yeah. I still yeah, think it's going to be formality, though, surely. Yeah, same. Agreed. Uh, I've gone for 2-1 to City. I'm on for 3-1 to City. I mean, 2-1 doesn't, doesn't sound like a formality, but I don't think it's going to be particularly difficult for them to win the game in general. Who have Gladbach got? Yeah. I can't think of any good players I've actually got. 
Vasily. Uh, Zakaria. Yeah, he's alright. Ginter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Elvedi. Jan Sommer. Uh, Jan Sommer. I can't they got up front. Um, oh, Embolo. No, uh, Mate, player. Good. And Turan. Yeah, I guess. Some alright players. I don't really know much about the Bundesliga, to be honest with you. I don't really watch it. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Bundesliga, there's another title, there's another Bundesliga team. Lazio against Bayern Munich. I mean, sh- oh, sh- surely Bayern had a sweet pass Lazio, surely. Oh, I see. You say that I've actually got Lazio down to cause them a little bit of problems. Oh, really? Tough of a problem. I just think Lazio played against um, Dortmund in the mm. uh, yeah groups. The Grant and Dortmund are nowhere near as good as they could be at the moment. No, but um, they. I think. I think uh, they might have beaten them like three 0 or something like that in the group stage. I think they did. I think they did battle them in one of the games. Um, yeah, but uh, uh, so I'm I've gone for quite a low scoring affair. I've gone for two one to Bayern Munich. I've gone slightly higher. I've gone three-one to Bayern. I think Bayern just got too yeah. much quality for Lazio, unfortunately. I mean, Lazio got yeah, Lazio, Lazio got some good players: Luis Alberto and Lucas Leiva, two ex-Liverpool players in that team. Uh, looking all right, uh, but yeah, I think yeah. I think Bayern. Bayern got too much firepower. You think Lewandowski and Muller, Coman, yeah. uh, Nabry, Sane. The Muller, so... the most sharted player of the like last five years Mate. for anything ever. What a player he is. He's incredible. Yeah. He is so underrated. He may he may have single handedly uh won the World Cup for Germany. He just he just he just doesn't matter. he just doesn't get the praise he deserves. What a player. No. Top player, top banter lords, what can you what more can you want? Exactly. Uh then the final game of the these game the round of games is Atalanta against Real Madrid. So Atlanta, as we mentioned in our January transfer window podcast, a plug back to that one. Um, at, um, Alejandro Gomez has left Atlanta for Sevilla. That is a huge loss because he's their talisman, their playmaker in that team. So I don't know who I don't know who they've got in to replace him, but they surely need to replace him because he's a top player. And yes. they've also well, they've lost a youth prospect, Amad Diallo, to United as well. That's two players down from what they had in the group stages. Which is which is which is a shame yeah. shame from their point of view. But they still got Zapata, Zapata and Muriel, mate. <laughs> they yeah. still got them. And uh Ilicic. And Ilicic. They got some good players. Exactly. They, got, they haven't got a bad mm-hmm. team by any means, but I don't think they're quite as strong as they were in the group stage. That being no. said, Real Madrid aren't very good either. No. No. But I think their quality will just shine through and they'll win that game. I think. But Real Madrid? The Real Madrid. Yeah. What was it? What's your score prediction for that? Three two. Three two. Ooh, high scoring game. I've gone for two yeah. one to Atalanta, but I do think Real will be too strong for them in the second leg. Yeah. Uh, so that was our little little UCL uh, preview. Um, I think. Um, let me quickly look at how we did in our last predictions for the UCL. I think we only got one point each, right? Uh, I got. I got two points. I got two points, apologies. But it isn't yeah. obviously it doesn't count to our leaderboard, but it's just a bit of fun. No. Uh yeah, I only got one point. I only, I only got the Liverpool Leipzig result. Right, that's it. Got the odds all wrong. <laughs> Don't want to talk about it anymore. Wasn't very wasn't very good predictions. <laughs> uh but yeah. Our main topic this week, I haven't really mentioned what our actual main topic actually was. But our main topic we want to talk about uh UCL comebacks. Because we're in a bit of a UCL mindset at the minute. It's back. It's good. I'm glad to say it's back. It's always a fun time of year watching the yeah. Champions League. I do enjoy the Champions League. 
Um, yeah, it's, it's, always, it's always good to watch. Whoever's on, really. It's always good to exactly. watch. Exactly. Um, there have been some incredible moments, uh, some incredible comebacks, in fact, in the, in, in the, in the Champions League since it was brought in. And we've, we've, got, we've got a few each to talk about. Um, which, shall, shall I start, John? Dan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think this is probably the, the oldest one, I think. Right? You, uh, I think this is the oldest one. Yeah, yeah. Mine are all within this decade okay yeah the so, last decade at least yeah so i think you know what i'm talking about a little fan. i'm going to talk about istanbul 2005 i mean you can't go beyond that for the greatest ucl comeback of all time that is yeah, I, I have to agree it is probably the best one unfortunately <laughs> and i think i think there's not a lot can beat that because ac milan were all over Liverpool in that first half they, they, they... Well, you look at the caliber of player that Ace Milan had as well. Ridiculous, utterly ridiculous. Yeah. If you think about the team, they had they had a, a Kaká running out midfield. Yep. Clarence Seedorf, uh, Crespo, Shevchenko. What, what, yep. what a team! I can't wait in defence. They had some solid defenders. Well. I'm, I'm, mate, I don't worry. I, you keep talking. I'm looking it up. <laughs> I know. I know their keeper was crap. I know Dida was a crap keeper, but they had yeah. they had a cracking team that year. Cracking. Do they have Pirlo as well? They're Pirlo. They're Shevchenko. They're Paolo Maldini. Oh. Uh, they're Crespo. Uh, I mean, bad. <laughs> bad team. Yeah, yeah pretty, well, pretty pretty awful team, that. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. What? Kaka. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ridiculous team. I'm okay. Trim up the look. Trim up the look. Yeah, so, so, so their team was Dida, Cafu, Maldini, yep. Yapstam, Nesta. Gattuso, who got substituted off of Rui Costa, <coughs> bad. Flipping Christ. Off, uh Perlo, Kaka, Shevchenko, and Crespo. What a start lineup! That is ridiculous. Yeah, mate. And then your team, no offense, is awful compared I, to it's it. Not aw- like, it's not awful. I think yeah, Carragher and Jan. I, th- I th- think we have, <laughs> thing we have to say is the, the midfield was class. The midfield is top class. Yeah, yeah, agree. Of agree, agree. Alonso, Gerard, Luis Garcia, and John Arisa. That is a class midfield. Two, yeah, two centre backs, two centre backs, top notch. Jamie Carrigan, Sammy Hoopia. Two of our best centre backs we've ever had. But I mean, the full backs are a bit like not quite as good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Harry Kuehl and Miralem Barros up front. Mate, I'm just looking. I'm just looking at their numbers. Uh, seeing a striker with number five on is a bit woof. It's a bit dodge. A striker with number five. What are you doing? What are you doing? That's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's besides the point. Um, yeah, uh, what I want to say about this game, like I said, um, they were three and a half at half time. Uh, Maldini got a goal really early on, which really set the tone for them in the first half. That was huge, huge start for them. But yeah, so they, they got off a great start. They were three and a half at half time, all over us. What does what does Benitez do? Benitez brings on uh, Didi Haman at halftime. He he was a great player, Didi Haman. What a player! He comes at halftime, changes the game. I think honestly. Uh, uh, I think well we we oh, I'm trying to think. I know G- Gerard scored the first one to get one back. We thought oh this is great, and then big boy big boy Vladimir Smitsa, who also came on uh, early in the game for Harry Kuehl, I can see on the screen. Um, he he scored a really nice he scored a really nice goal. Then we got a penalty where Gerard was pushed over in the Milan box. Alonso missed the penalty first, but scored the rebound, make it three three. So sixty minutes, it's three three. It goes all the way through extra time, still three three. 
Then he gets to a panel. I think, but one moment that extra time is probably one of the most incredible moments you'll ever see in a game. Was a double save, the double save from Jersey Dudek. Have you seen this before? You must have done. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. The first save is a great yeah. save. The second save is even better. I think I think it was Shevchenko the shot. I think it was just a ridiculous second save as well Ooh. to keep us in the game. In, in in extra time, that was incredible. So that 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 was a big moment. And then came penalties. Uh, there were some awful penalties from from AC in that penalty shootout. Really were the one that one that I always remember is the Shevchenko one because that was dreadful. It was a terrible penalty to win the get for Liverpool to win the game. But I think, like I said, Didi Haman coming on was a big change. The two substitutes made a big impact. Smitsa and Haman, big impact. And actually, Jabril Cissé as well. I'm looking because that those all three substitutes scored their penalties for Liverpool. Oh, fair. So that that shows you the impact they had. Yeah. Again, the game. Which was pretty big. I mean, obviously Steven Gerrard was a was a big big player in that second half to win that. So he because he yeah. he scored and he won the penalty. So big big moments in that. But all in all, I thought I thought you can really take away from that game. It was incredible. Um, obviously, I was younger then, so I don't remember all of it. But like, what a game! What a game! Yeah. What a game! And I've watched, every time I watch the highlights, I get goosebumps. It's incre- It's one of those incredible games to watch back. I'm sure you get the same when you watch the Chelsea final. It's just one of those. Oh, it's just one. It's, it, it, it's just, it's just you, beautiful. Did you like? Obviously, you probably didn't watch it live, but like with with that final, when John Bristol took that penalty, there was no doubt in my mind that he was slotting that past Neuer. Yeah, and he slots it. He slots it past Neuer, and I just it's the happiest I've ever been as a Chelsea fan. Mm-hmm. Like just talking about it now, yeah. I've literally got a smile on my face. Oh man, I, <laughs> it's, I, it's just such a great. Oh, it's it, moment. Yeah, it was it was a good game. That works on perfectly to what you want to talk about, which is that your that game. So would you like? It's not a game. Oh, it wasn't oh. That game. It was in, it was in the cha- it was in the oh, run okay. final. Okay, okay, well, well, that still works quite well, nicely. Go on. That's that is another great comeback, but that's for another time. If we talk about like best UCL final, something. Yes, like that. yes. Go, go on. Talk about this one. Um, the one I've gone for is Chelsea beating Napoli four one. So Napoli at the time. Were very good. They were. They were good little. They had. Uh, they didn't have Higuain. I checked the, the, it. They didn't have Higuain. They, they had Levetsi and Cavani. Yeah, mate. And Marek Hamsik. And, like, and Marek Hamsik. He was like in his prime at the time. Oh yeah, definitely. But, um, uh, yeah. So the first leg, we've gone to Naples and we've lost three one. Ouch. We're like, oh no. Oh dear. That, I mean, the, uh... not particularly surprising because they were they were a good team at the time. Who was their coach? Were... Who was their coach at the time? Uh, Walter Masa- Ma- Mazzari. Okay, I wasn't sure. Oh, mate, mate, big, big, big Watford manager. Um... Exactly. One of their fifty million. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the first leg we we lose three one. Not great. Not great. Not great. No. Uh, but at the time we were really not in great form in the league either. No. We finished sixth that season. Mm-hmm. But um, you just sort of. I th- this is this is the game for me that you knew. That we were going to have a run in this competition, mm-hmm. and we did. So we've gone, we've got, we're three one down. Bring it back to Stamford Bridge. Who opens the scoring? None other than the UCL final hero, Didier Drogba. Yeah. Within twenty nine minutes, so we're like, okay, we have a chance, we have a chance here. And then John Terry scores again from a corner. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, lovely stuff. Uh, we're like buzzing, sorted. We're we're. Not well. We are no, we're level, and we're going through and away goals at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then 
Inla. <laughs> Inla scores. Big, big, oh, go- nice. big Gokhan Inla. <laughs> mate, he played... It's a level it. Do you remember when he played for Leicester? Yeah. What? Mate, yeah. Ma- ma- do you remember the midfield? They had Gokhan Inla and Esteban Cambiasso. Oh, what? Esteban Cambiasso. What, what midfield that was. Yeah. And that's... Um, yeah, go on. And then we're like, oh no, this is bad. 75 uh-huh. minutes, we get a pen. Yep. Who scores it? No, no, than Frank Lampard. Well, he, oh, he, he, he weren't missing, was he? He weren't missing. It was the missing. So that's it to the time. And then in the 105th minute, if you've not seen this, I encourage you to go and watch it. Brian Stavanovic scores an absolute world, well, not a worldie, just a fantastic goal. And the limbs inside Stamford Bridge, oh my word. So that is the game for me that started the whole we might win the Champions League this year. Yeah. Vibe. I mean, it's I, just a great. I mean, I would just. Yeah. I mean, why, why wouldn't you get excited about that kind of performance? Beating quite yeah. a decent European team. It's, 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 it's very good. And the fact that we're 3-1 down, and, uh, well, we won 4-1 against this team. Mm-hmm. Which is like, yeah. And everyone everyone wrote us off for this entire thing because of what we've been doing in the league. Yeah. And, well, well, who's laughing now? Who's shut, sitting here shut, with, uh, shut him up. with one Champions League trophy? Yeah, mate. Exactly, mate. Um, oh, you don't have one. Oh, sorry. oh Spurs. Oh. Well, poor Spurs. Well, speaking of Spurs, we'll get on to that year when Spurs almost won it, uh, but didn't. Uh, with the Liverpool comeback against Barcelona in yes. 2019. Oh my goodness! My goodness! What? 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 What a time to be alive. Uh, I didn't think that after the first leg, though. Um, <laughs> oh no! I remember. Uh, I remember watching the first leg in the uni bar and watching. A Messi masterclass. That free kick from Messi was unbelievable. When he yeah. scored, when he scored that, I was like, "Oh, game over, rip, <laughs> rip us!" Oh dear, that's we're in trouble. <laughs> oh dear, we are in trouble. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I, I thought, oh, shit. Well, well, we're at the UCL. It's right. I was like, brilliant. And yeah, I mean, that was a disappointing game. But going back to Anfield. With full of fans, you always have hope in a European game. You always have hope. We've done it before. We did it against Dortmund a few couple of years before that with Klopp, where we came back from, I think it was like 3-2 down or something to win 5-4, I think it was. It was a ridiculous game where yeah, where, where the two centre-backs scored the, the, the two important goals, big Mamadou Sacco, and then big Dejan Lovren with the winner. Oh... That that, that 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 was an incredible comeback. I should have had that one, really, shouldn't I? I feel about it. You don't believe me, it doesn't count. True, but still, <laughs> still, we don't care. It was it was a great moment. Big deja. Anyway, uh, so obviously before the before the second leg, we're thinking we've 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 got to have a serious turnaround here to put to put a few, four goals past Barcelona to win the game. So we're thinking, how are we gonna win this game? Um, I think I'm trying to think. Who was playing the team? Who started? Obviously, Divock. Did big, big Divock was starting, which is obviously a good sign. I don't know. Yeah, he's a bit of a lucky charm, I think you could say. Uh, he scored that 90 plus six goal against Everton to win the game in the derby. Just probably the one of the most weird games I've ever seen. It was one, one of the, the flukiest goals. Yeah, hit the bar, <laughs> picked for Parrot to the bar, hit, bounced up off the bar, back down to Devon Craig and passed. Oh dear. Yeah, that was a pure, pure fluky goal. Let's look at the lineup for this game. I'm not sure what it was exactly. I think we, I think we, were, we were missing players. Yeah, we had, well, we had no Salah and no Firmino. Okay. Which is quite a big miss. 
But I'm looking at the team. We start our front three with Mane, Regan, Shakiri. What what trio, eh? What trio? Uh, but yeah, in all seriousness, though, we um, we got off to a great start. The great start from Ari the pressure was straight on them, straight on Barcelona from the start. Barcelona had a couple of chances. I remember there was one. I think it was I think it was uh, Jordi Alba had a shot and he put it past the post. I think Suarez had one saved as well. But they they definitely threatened Barcelona, but only in like the yeah. first twenty minutes, I'd say. Then it just, then they just got finished off. That beautiful early goal from Origi. Henderson shot it against Tostegan, who saved it. And it bounced straight back to Big Divock, who slotted it into the back of the net. One nil. We're thinking, wow, maybe is this, is this our night? Maybe, maybe. Uh, then I think Wan Alden comes off onto the, off the bench. Yeah, he did. Came off the bench at half time. Or Andy Robertson. Um, yeah, so that, that happens. So obviously Milner drops the left back because why wouldn't he? He's a he's a he's a he's a, he's a versatile player. It's big Hammers, Hammers Milner. Uh, so yeah, that happens. Uh, when Alden comes to the bench, scores a, a beautiful header, two 0 We're thinking we're even more back in the game now. What's going on? Barcelona by this point are faltering, seriously faltering. Like you can just see they're demoralised by this point. They're just like. Well, this is happening. What can we do about it, really? Did you did you did you actually watch much of this game? Just quickly. Uh, no, because uh, by that point I, we were we were on our own European run for oh, a final. Uh, oh, fair enough. Um, oh, it's the the Europa League. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which we won. Yeah, <laughs> true. Uh, but yeah, um, that point two 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 nil up in the game. Three two in aggregate. Thinking, okay, we can maybe get extra time here potentially. Um, and then one of them scores again, make it three three. So those two goals in about two minutes was was huge. That really put us back in the game. And, Bar- and Barcelona really were faltering. But then, but then, perhaps the greatest moment in Champions League history. Now I'm joking, obviously. But in Liverpool Champions League in- history, inc- apart from inc- incredible. incredible moment. <laughs> the 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 eternal words, corner taken quickly, Origi. Oh. Oh, <laughs> caught Barcelona nothing. Nah, it's, all, all, all seriously, it was, it was very clever from Trent. And I, I, no, I do agree. I do agree. And Divock was the only person awake in the bo- in the box who finished it past us. There you go. I don't know what Barcelona were doing. They were just, they just like falling asleep. Sleep, yeah. falling asleep. Okay. And you know they paid the price for that. Um, and we went through. We won the Euro- we won the Champions League from that. Oh mate. Yeah. Um- Shall I, shall I talk about the other semi-final in that year? Yes, again, another amazing comeback in that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. I, I remember watching that one; it was a good game. I'll, yeah, I'll... Spurs versus Ajax. So because we've got a lot of Spurs fans, we're pandering to our Spurs audience. Oh, bloody Spurs Ooh, fans! Bloody Spurs what, fans! What a what a shit! Now, Jake, and this is impressive. <laughs> this Ajax team is the best Ajax team that there has been for a while. For several years, yeah, certainly. For several years, oh, when yeah. you had they had the licked the the young. Ziyech, uh, Anana. <laughs> oh, no, no. What's his name? Did they have Blind? I mean, he probably was there. Yeah. They're probably right yeah. as well. Uh, just amazing team. Well, they looked yeah. the entire tournament. Uh, honestly, no one thought that they were going to get that far, but they looked incredible the entire right. tournament. Yeah. If you look at their team, again, or you, what you're saying, it's an incredible team. If you think about, yeah. think about where, that, where all those players have gone now, <clears throat> Obviously, Delit's yeah. gone. Frankie Jong's gone. Uh, yeah. Van der Beek's gone. Ziyech's gone. Dolberg is gone. Yep. 
pretty much most of the team is gone because they're that good players. Just they're, 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 yeah. Oh, so, so I'm looking at the bench. Sink Graven's gone. Beltman's gone. They've, they've lost. Yeah. They've lost most of the team. <clears throat> but, they, but, but the thing about Ajax is they're one of the best academies in the world. They have yeah. all these players sort of coming up now. Their academy is incredible. It's a bit like academy... it's a bit like what La, Ma- yeah. what La Masia was to Barcelona a few years ago. Yeah, just produced incredible talents. Yeah, but go on. You talk about this game. Go on, let it go. But yeah, no. So sorry. Um, yeah, just amazing. I think. Uh, hold on. Let me just get the. Uh, let me just get the. Um... I'm looking at it now. They scored early. Yeah. Ajax, so Ajax scored early. Delict and Ziyech got the goal. Two and a half in the first time. Uh, two and a half time. I think Spurs fans would have been quite worried at that point. What has to be one of the best Champions League hat tricks in reply mm. from a man who isn't one of the best players in the world, but had a great game. I uh, <laughs> have to say, because they didn't have Kane, he stepped up yeah. massively. Yeah, yeah, big time, big time. But that was just. It's just amazing. Uh, uh, ZH obviously now plays Chelsea and Delict now plays for Juventus. Um, but Piemonte Calcio. Um... <laughs> Lucas Moura, take a bow, son. This is a great hat trick. I, I remember when that last goal went in because I think I turned it on for the last like five minutes because I was like, oh, Spurs are losing. Mate. Sorry, Spurs are going out. <laughs> that last one, absolute scenes. Absolute um, scenes. One, the commentary is iconic. We've got more iconic commentary to come with both of our last two that yes, we have yes but <laughs> but what also end to the game incredible incredible I'm just potch crying and like <laughs> everyone <laughs> on the pitch if i was a spurs fan that would have been very satisfying but sadly i'm not a spurs fan so you know but it, oh, it it have, i think you have to say from a neutral fan that perspective that was an incredible game like i, I think i remember watching because obviously that was the day after the liverpool game yeah and I remember watching, again, in, in the same uni bar as I was before, watching this game with, with a mate who was a Spurs fan. It was, it, the atmosphere was great. It was a great game. Yeah. And obviously, you want the English teams to do well, apart from Man United, I don't want them to do well. Uh, <laughs> but, like, it's great to see the English teams do well in the, in the Champions League. And they, they, they played really well. It was, they, they came back excellently. Both those semi-finals were amazing. Probably the best semi-finals we've ever had. For yeah, the and then we had a crap final, okay. unfortunately. Yeah, pretty. <laughs> Which is a shame, it's a shame, but you know, I don't, mind too much. Prevent but Spurs. yeah, uh, Lucas Moura and Spurs fans, there you go. We've mentioned you on the Champions League comeback. Well done, well whatever. done, well done. We we'll move on now. Well, I, I no, think no, six. No, 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 no. One last thing <laughs> on, on Spurs. I want to quickly mention that that game against Manchester City they played. Which is a great. Oh, that was a great yeah. comeback as well. With the controversy as well, right at the end, where Sterling thought he'd scored. Oh um, yeah, that was so funny. And then being, uh, <laughs> Pep, Pep does not love VAR. Um, what, no. a, what a shame. Uh, but no, and also just that game had it had a couple of VAR controversies. One wasn't controversial. The was not a handball by Vertonghen. Hit his leg, and they scored. But yeah, Spurs played well in that game as well. Just briefly mention that game because it was quite a good game as well. I remember watching that uh, one as yeah, well. Yeah, it was a good game. It was, uh, it was. Yeah, so well done, Spurs. Good. They, they, they won that game, didn't win the final. Oh, well. I enjoyed that. Sure. Six times. <laughs> Let's go. Um, should we talk about the next game? I think uh, what I want to talk about, my, my final one of my three ones was, it what is Barcelona against PSG, which is quite apt considering they're playing right now Yeah. in the current game. But this game was, I guess it wasn't that different, I guess, because PSG had a big lead in the first leg. Um, 
Yeah, PSG had won four nil. Four nil in the first leg at yeah. at um, the Parc de Prince. So that was a huge lead they took to now, uh, to the new camp. There are really funny videos. I don't I don't know if you know this, but there are funny videos of like Ferrati and like a load of other like PSG players in like a pizzeria, and they're they're joking about like them losing five nil in the next game. I'm not even joking. That is crazy. And 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 then they actually lose five nil in the next game. Like well, they they lost six one, but still six uh, one. Yeah, sorry, close enough. But yeah, th- yeah, this game is is uh, is officially known to Barcelona fans as Alain Bremontade. I've definitely said that wrong, but the comeback. So I mean, you can't argue with that. It's incredible. It's an incredible comeback from from yep. four 0 down the first leg. You have to Agreed. give it to them. You have to give it to PS to PSG to Barcelona for coming back from that that defeat to PSG. So with a very contentious last minute goal. Yeah, we'll, like to say. We'll, we'll, we'll get definitely offside. We'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second, but. What I will say is that PSG did not start very well in that game. They really didn't. Early goal for Suarez put them on the back foot from the mid. So you think at that point you think PSG are probably a little bit worried. Yeah. With that early goal, same with what Liverpool did to Barcelona. It's like anything. If you get that early goal in a comeback, a potential comeback, you think the other team gets worried. They think, oh, we can't concede any more here. If we concede any more, we're in trouble. Yeah. Barcelona. Barcelona two up at half time. That's that's pretty good for Barcelona. They go three one up when Messi <laughs> Messi scores a penalty. They go three 0 up, and then you yeah. think, then PSG think are really worried there at that point. Fortunately for them, Cavani scores to get one back, which then puts them in the ascendance again. Which means that Barcelona need three more goals to win the game, and their time is running out. It takes them until the 88th minute to get to get another one back. Barcelona. That gives them minimal time. Was that that Neymar one? It's the first Neymar, really like, which is really that, yeah. He scores a couple of bangers in that game. Yeah, that that yeah that, that one was a banger. Then the second, yeah. then the, his the, the equalising goal in the game was the penalty, uh, which I think was soft, but it was a penalty, if I remember correctly. And Barcelona level, and you th- PSG are probably worried. Well, I don't, I don't, I think PSG sort of won on away goals because it because it scored one. First pass and didn't get yes. any. Yeah, so yeah, PSG, absolutely. PSG yeah. were going through away goals at this point. Then it took the last moment, literally probably the last kick of the game, for Sergio Roberto to score the winner. Nine plus five. Oh my goodness! The place looked electric. The new camp was exploding. Incredible, incredible scenes in that game. I mean, yeah, incredible from Barcelona to come back from that. Really, really was. Yeah. I do agree. Mental, mental game. But fair play. I mean, they they did, they did well. They did well. Uh, <laughs> they did. Yeah. They did very they, well. I'm trying to remember what happened after that, what, how Barcelona did. I'm looking at now. They lost to Juventus. Yeah. They lost to Juventus. Yeah. Yeah, so they got knocked out after that game, the next round. So, you know, oh, well. that kind of lessens it a little bit. Because, like I said, the previous comebacks we've talked about have all led to Champions League wins, which is funny. The the, yeah. the Liverpool one in 2005, the Liverpool one in 2019, the Chelsea one in 2012. So, you know. Spurs. No, it, that, that's true. It's true. Shock. Look, <laughs> they, look, 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 yeah, true. Spurs. Um, but yeah, Barcelona, well done. Good win. That was a good game, that one. I enjoyed watching that one at the Did. time. Uh, what's your last one, Dan? My last one is so, uh, picture the scene. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Barcelona are 4 1 up. 
on aggregate to Roma. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Right? wait. Barcelona have a lead in the Champions League game? Oh, I know. here we go. In a quarterfinal as well. Is quarterfinal. This where it gets overturned. Pretty serious. <laughs> yeah, mate. Pretty serious. Well, this is so, 2018, right? Uh, yeah, this is the season that you got to the the Kia final. Yes, this is the yeah. Kia final. This, right? is the, this is the yeah. uh, this is the year we beat Roma in the semi-finals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, brilliant. Um, so, four one up. Yeah. Oh my goodness, what's happening? Barcelona <laughs> in the ascendancy here. Barcelona is happening. We're cruising, but little do they know. Not cruising because uh, well, it's just basically. I, I actually I remember watching the last like ten minutes of this mm-hmm. game. Yeah, and it was just incredible. It was honestly amazing. Just gonna look up the um, who scored but, when. So yeah, after six minutes, Ed and Jacko sort of you know set the tone a bit with mm-hmm. a goal. Yep, big big Ed. Put them one man back in contention a little bit. Love him. Love him. Icon Daniela Daniel De Rossi oh. got a penalty in the 50th minute. Daniel now, De Rossi. Him and Totti. Him and Totti are some of the best players to ever do it. Ah, uh, just just uh, amazing. Totti. If he doesn't get an icon card on FIFA in the next three years, mm-hmm. sort your game out of EA Sports. Sort your game out. <laughs> sort your game out of EA Sports if you're listening, but you're not. But anyway. <laughs> um, and then what I would say is one of the most iconic bits of commentary in the Champions League in the last like decade, along with Colosseo Kikli Arigi and Lucas Moura and yeah, yeah. many others. There's so many. Oh, um, all that, all that, all that big sport commentary, Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> along with that. Or yeah, or, or the Ronaldo one when he scored that overhead kick against Real Madrid against Juventus was amazing. That was incredible as well. Yes, um, but yeah, uh, it was Manolas who scored the winner, a header, beat to Stegen, uh-huh. and the phrase "a Greek god in Rome" was uttered by Peter Drury, I think. My word, <laughs> what a phrase! Incredible. <laughs> and Roma won, and then they lost to you, obviously, in the semi final. But yeah, let's just take away from the fact that they beat right, yeah. one of the biggest superpowers in European football at the time, especially after being 4 1 down from the first leg. Exactly. I, a lot of teams would just be like, oh, nah, that's it, well, we're done. Yeah, exactly, mate. <laughs> this, is the, this is the importance of the away goal rule mm-hmm. is that you're never really truly out because, like, yeah. It just mean it, it. It means a lot more. So like, it's tonight. If we lose two one, we're in with a real shout because we've got yeah, a goal. Exactly, away. exactly, mate. So yeah, this is why the away, away rule is good. And I know I think some people want to get rid of the away rule. Just I was that. I, 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 I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely back in the away goal rule though. I think it should stay. I yeah, because I, I think you are. If you're going away first leg. You definitely got disadvantage. Also, I think. Like, so. I, also, I think it stops team just parking the bus in a way leg and not conceding. Yeah, I think that definitely stops that. Cause then and they're free to park the bus in their home leg. Yeah. Yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly. They can do that then. Uh, but 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 then again, they might be two one down from that leg, so they might just have to attack. But the point is that I think that definitely gives a team a bit of something, a bit of an advantage from an away leg. It means they have to try and look for a goal. Yeah. It doesn't. It means they don't not be boring nil nils in first legs. Which is what you hope, you hope for. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at the the semi-finals. Sorry, the court-finals from that year. Some incredible games, incredible games. So in that in that, that same year, obviously apart from that, well as well as that Barcelona Roma game, Juventus and Real Madrid had some pretty good games. Um, look at this: Real Madrid won three 0 at Juventus, and then Juventus won three one at Real Madrid, which meant the Real Madrid went through 
on the on the on the on the um that Ronaldo, Ronaldo scored a ninety plus eight penalty to win the game. Oh wow! So that that on extra time that one because we both got three away goals that shows the importance. That yeah, away goals. Uh, then obviously Liverpool beat Man City as well in that year as well five one in aggregate. Enjoyed that one quite a bit. Um, but yeah, good games in that year. I can imagine you enjoyed that one quite a bit. Yeah, not surprising. I enjoyed that Champions League all the way up to um, the about the 30th minute in the final. Oh, that's the one where we, we got Barcelona. So uh, that this is the season we got Barcelona in the round of 16. Mm-hmm. Um, and we like outplayed them in the first leg and only got a draw. Got yeah. a 1-1 draw. Yeah. And then lost 3-0 in the second leg. But we still, like, Kante had one of his best games he's ever had in the Chelsea show. We still lost 3-0. <laughs> just don't, I don't get it. One of, one of, it's one of those things, mate. It's one of those things. Barca are yeah. just a ridiculous team. It's really yeah. a, bit, a bit mental. Yeah, so those were our... Well, th- three... Well, six of our best Champions League comebacks we've, we, we, we we remember anyway. We're not talking about ones that happened donkeys years ago. We don't know about them. But no. some recent ones, which we've enjoyed. Uh, but yeah, good good stuff. Uh, going to move, yeah. move on to the final section of the show, which is uh, the guest player. Which this this week has been themed around the UCL. Uh, I have chosen said player. So Dan, are you ready for three clues about this player? I'm ready. Go for it. Right. We get four four four. Do the set of clues. I hope you hope you get this, Jamie. Uh, you, you you've got 100 percent record so far. Can he get? Yep. Can he get the next <laughs> this one as well? Pretty sure he will. Yeah, James has got. Most of them, I think. Uh, seventy-five percent. Yeah, he's got three out of four, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't got Mike. Didn't get Mike. Didn't get Mike Williams. That's said, fair enough. Yeah, that was a hard one. I made that hard. <laughs> probably a bit easy for Wickham fans. Uh, yeah. yeah, you still get the player. Let's go. First clue: This player has played for Juventus and PSG. Could be a, quite a few players right now. Um, he's a central midfielder. Still. The options here potentially. He's also won the World Cup. I won't say which year because that'll probably give it away too much. That, that might be a hint in itself, but yeah. Um, but you, ooh, could that be a hint? Ooh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's won the World Cup. So those three clues again. He's played for Juventus and PSG. He's a central midfielder and he's won the World Cup. Those are your clues. Don't forget to message us on our on our social media, which are. At Generation Football Podcast on Instagram and at Gen Football Pod on Twitter. So, message us with your answers. We'll put the clues up on on those pages because yep. you can remind you of those as you forget them. And hopefully, you see some good answers from you. And um, good luck, good luck with those. So yeah, uh, and also if you do get a chance to uh, leave us a review or anything, or yeah. follow us on Spotify as well. I don't know if that helps us at all, but yeah, just do well, it. yeah, <laughs> because then you'll never miss a pod when it comes out. Exactly, mate. You'll never, ne- never miss a and pod that way. Correct. And, it, and, and uh, to be fair, who would want to miss a pod? Like, it's it, 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 exciting. <laughs> fifth episode, exciting. Exactly, mate. We, we, we've done well. Five episodes in a month. We've done very well on that. Very pleased. Very, very, very pleased, mate. Uh, thank you, yeah, thank you, good. thank you again, Dan, for joining me uh, with another exciting right, podcast about the UCL. Yeah, uh, and, and yeah, by, by next week, um, we'll know. Well, what we do next week? Um, we doing next week? Well, we'll talk about UCL again because that'll be back on again, won't it? We'll talk yeah. about we'll talk about the how Atletico and Chelsea get, pans out tonight. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll be back next week for some more UCL preview uh, for Liverpool 
Leipzig second leg in those other games in those rounds. And let's see how we do those predictions as well because I, I, need, I, I need to have a good week this week. I need, needs to happen. Needs to happen, mate. Yeah. But yeah, thank you again for listening. Hope you enjoy. Uh, like I said, our social media at Gen Football Pod on Twitter and at Generation Football Podcast on Instagram. So please check them out. Enjoy the content. Share it with your friends. So on and so forth. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Dan. Yes, Goodbye, everyone.